We've had some disagreements. Oh, that's what she she major in disagreements. That's what she do. Like she like to start a pot. Yeah. But she don't bother me. Like has never bothered me. Like I'm fine with it. Whatever. I know who you are. I know what you're trying to accomplish in this conversation. See. I won't let you do it. See. All right. Once I know where you're headed to, see. I turn off. Once you know where you're headed to, you turn off, huh? All right. Cause guess what? Ain't no such thing as winning certain battles. Mm. Not if you're trying to win the war. That's true. I'm trying to win the whole war. So I give you that battle of Gettysburg. Mm. But we waiting on y'all in Richmond. Whatever. Mm -hmm. One thing I know about Morris, and what I actually admire about you, is that you get up at 4 a.m., you get up. You get up pretty uh, early. early, consistently. Military. And you, yes, and you take care of your routine, which is working out, pretending yep. you're working out. You know, going <laughs> to know the gym. You know, and all that other stuff. But right. you're, but you're consistent with that, and I think yes. that's a part. That's a part of yes. how you manage Without your life doubt. personally and professionally. But one of the things, Fred, that I felt like I've told Morris is he programmed. It's not that it's not that he's pro. Everyone says, "Oh, Morris is so even keeled, you know, and he's smooth and all these other things," which is is part of your personality. What happened when you uh, ice coffee? If, if, your, <laughs> if, if your nickname is Ice Coffee, like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Like, I don't know what the fuck. Okay, but but part of why I think that is is because you have major help. Help in the sense that you have been married how long? A long time, but what? What, what is he earned it. He earned it. The only reason you ain't married because you ain't want to be married. Years. Twenty-six years. So we say help. Help with what? Your wife with life. helps your stability in your life, and in, in terms of how you're able to manage the day. The Do things not that let her shoot you down life. for that, Morris. Because guess what? I'm not shooting him. She down. had many people want to date her. She turned them all down. Well, she I, found I, a I reason not to date them. <laughs> I believe that. I, I'm too busy in this conversation where I'm talking about. Please, you got one person that let love in and one person that don't. My point is, my 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 point is back to Morris. Is that no, no? Seriously, I I feel like your wife helps you set this set the day for you, and you and you have and you have that comfort. Let me just put it out there, and you can refute it. Okay. But then also, you know, you came from a background where your parents were married for a long. How long were your parents married? I mean, until my father passed. Right, how, how long? Like 40, 50 years. So you come from that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's a part of the DNA of your personality. And so when you and I talk, and, and you are mentoring me as a friend or you know colleague and all this other stuff, part of that wisdom, part of your mode of thinking comes from the stability you grew up in and the stability maintained in your house right now. Even in my own life, I, I have to do everything You choose to. You choose to. Okay, I'm not saying that your I don't. Your mother is great. Okay. Like we met your mother. She, she helped you do anything you want and to I'm in not work. Saying that Josina is so alpha female. That, is, that at the that's end of true. your day, you want to be the reason why Josina shines. You won't even want that listen, help. I want, I want, listen, with everything. What was your major, I, Fred? Psychology. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So I break people apart he, yeah, he and chop them down. Yeah, you're right, yeah. And, and, and it's a little yep. narcissism in there on top of that 
want to do it alone. No, 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 yeah. no, no, I don't want to do it alone. That's not true. Yeah, you do. No, 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 no. I do, I do seek balance. I think everyone goes after balance in their day day to day, right? Now, certain things that have happened are, are situational, what have you. It's not mm. necessarily because uh, it's a preference. Certain mm. things are situational relative to the curve of my career. I'm just talking about with you. I, I feel like you don't lean into that in terms of recognizing the benefit of that. Way to throw it back out for her. Huh? Way to throw it out I'm not sure what you're I'm saying. Just saying yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying the, the stability that you came from, the stability that you have, mm-hmm. helps you to manage the unpredictable things that come in life, day to day, or just, you know, throughout, you know, everything that's happened, you know, to you even thus far. Honestly, I think it has to do, and I'm not saying this doesn't help, I think it has to do more with perspective. How I view the world, how I view certain aspects of my day. I think that's what it has to do with primarily. Mm-hmm. And where does that come from? Him. I don't know. A lot of it come from him. From now, me, you got to yeah. give him some credit to live yeah, his I mean, life. You <laughs> know, just my, be all his you parents. Know, my, my, my parents have instilled, you know, certain things within me, but, you know, it's just my perspective. My, my perspective... But when you and I disagree... Right. You you can become you. I, I see just a little side the the pepper no. side. Just a, just a, just a what, what people don't understand with me is that so there's never there's never one thing that just sets me off. Mm-hmm. It'd be a series of things. Layer so cake. It'd be layer exactly. Yeah. So you may think it's I, we may have already be at five, mm-hmm. but you think we're at one, but we're at five. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, so you keep score like women I don't, keep I don't, score. No, I don't, I don't keep score. I let things go, but it gets to a certain point and say, okay, now I have to say, well, I can't let this go. Uh-huh. I've let th- you know these four things go, and I'm not keeping score. I'm just letting things go. But, but at some point, you have to stop. So all I'm saying is you can become unnerved, too. Anybody. Everybody can. Right. I'm, I'm, right. I'm human. But so I mean, your ability to you know stay in third gear or downshift or you know kind of stay even until you get to the point where you have to say something, what I'm saying is... Is that comes from the things that I was talking about? I don't know though. I, I mean, think it comes more from his marriage. Don't. I know we can ask. I, we can I, I ask think Fred. it comes more from his marriage because as go. a man, there you go. We learn how to bend in a marriage. Mm-hmm. More than we learn how to be in at any point in life. We don't have to bend to our parents because they molding us. <laughs> mm-hmm. But to that that mate, mm-hmm. for the first time, you ain't got full control. Mm-hmm. You ain't got only control. Mm-hmm. And we got three different situations here. We got. The man who's been married forever. for almost right. 30 the years. Yeah. The divorcee. The divorcee. The, the guy that at least gave it a shot and the person that never had. Right, the but, person but, but that never a had. Mama, a proud doggy mama. No, no, no. no. See, that's what I'm but talking about. But she's had opportunities, but like you say, mm-hmm. she's probably just, she has neglected those no, opportunities. No, she's trying to protect herself. And she uses certain things to protect herself. Mm. Simply this. If she actually getting into the guy she's dating, she'll use her career. She'll start to work harder. All right? If it's going too good, she'll find something to break the back of it. Ah, right? So okay, that's self-preservation. Okay. Or maybe nobody's just met the mark because all y'all... Because nobody's is, perfect. No, I mean, it's not about perfection. Yes, it is. You know, what, you know what it really is, especially recently, is y'all have an inability... Don't do the y'all thing. To know how to Because I used to be good until my wife ruined me. But what happened? <laughs> I used she to be good until my ex-wife ruined me. Okay, so... All I'm saying is this, right, to right. live it. Because if I, if I get married again, yeah. I know this. Mm-hmm. Whoever I marry, we've already been married before. I will only marry a divorcee. 
I will not marry somebody that's never been there, done that before. Mm-hmm. I don't need that white picket fence coming in here. Everything needs to be perfect because that ain't what a marriage is. A marriage is problem solving. So you find the person you can problem solve with and you spend the rest of your life with them. That's true, but most women aren't, though I don't want to say most women. I don't want to generalize. But I mean, women sometimes tend, tend, seem to be more emotional. They don't want problem solved. But like, you want to talk too? You want your point across? No, we want to fix and, and, it. And matter of fact, you repeat your point several times. Oh, times I too. know she did. No, I mean, well, no, 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 no. Oh. Only I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very logical person. When it, when it, when it, when there's a, when there's a means to an end, mm-hmm. I don't just want to be right just for the sake of being right. Mm-hmm. But if we are in, if we are in the process of completing a task, yeah. then I would like for my partner who I'm going through this task with to understand Where my perspective at? on this yeah. task. So we can complete it. So, but do you remember when I first met you or early on when we were talking, one of the things that you said was, I'm rarely wrong. You just no. said I'm rarely wrong. So, no, that's not true you, at you, all. You said I'm rarely wrong. What I say all the time, and many people will tell you this, I've been wrong before, and I'll be, I've been wrong a hundred times before, and I'll be wrong a hundred times from now. But you also I'm said more, it's rare. No. Oh, my gosh, yes, you guys. That's he's not a, true. First of all, he's used to failure. He's an Eagles fan. Like, he's Ooh. only been right one time <laughs> out of seven years. Like, let's be honest. This guy, has, he knows failure. He knows pain. Yeah. Like, all right. I and what do you know as a Redskins? Hey, commanders first of I'm all. I'm sorry, commanders, that's right. What do you know as a commanders fan? Two more Super Bowls than y'all. What's that? Two more Super Bowls than y'all. Oh, so we're not the barometer. You, no, no, I mean, no, no, you, you compare yourself to us? the NFC East, the division with the most Super Bowl championships out of yeah. all of them, that's the barometer. And okay. right now, the Cowgirls is at number one. Right. And y'all is at where y'all belong. Last. Who's the most recent? Recency you're, you're only good at your last. You're only good at your last Super Bowl. But you wouldn't do what you're only good at your last Super Bowl. All I'm saying is this: I'm a top last player. You're only good at your last Super Bowl. Too. But you wouldn't do what your teenagers say do, would you? What's that? Because it make it new, don't make it better. <laughs> okay, all right, but you only good your last Super Bowl. Well, most it, recent. I, I'm fine with that. Are we, you? Our quarterback took y'all to that Super Bowl, and Nick stole it from him. L- he took us to the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz was going to win. You understand? Carson Wentz was now. about to win the MVP that year. Really? Y'all threw hate. Wait, he was about to win or about he won? To win I was about MVP. to win the lottery until I didn't get the right numbers. <laughs> don't matter what she was about to do. What she was about to do don't I matter. I told you, I knew this was going to happen. The pair of lips will tell a lie. And I knew it was going to happen. What's you that? knew Carson Wheel was going to win that thing. And then not only did y'all win the Super Bowl with him on the team as he limped in the parade, y'all uh-huh. built a statue of Nick Foles outside of the facility. Nick Foles won the game. Nick Foles took it to the took us to the playoffs. Five games Nick Foles played. It was the best five get four. It was the best three games of his life. And listen, you was talking about Carson Wentz because one of the things that you said was that you felt like he was going to re-earn his respect this year. I did feel. I do feel that way. Yes, and after, I continue to feel that yes, way with everything that y'all are mentioning that he's he's gone through. Commander listen, Wentz. Go ahead. Go ahead. And Commander Wentz, we trust. All right. Commander, Commander Wentz, the, the, the is, 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 are you the, is commander as in a commander as a, a commander? The commander in chief. Like oh, the so it's the commander in chief. I'm a little confused because y'all uh, got the name of commander, which uh, uh, I don't know where that uh, uh, came uh, uh, from. I'm just saying. But I'm a little confused by that. Yeah, yeah you should be. Philadelphia, yeah. you know, yeah. you know how they go. But, but the thing with, but the thing that I think is interesting with Carson, especially after having to go through the ghost of your backup winning the Super Bowl, and then and then uh, hold on, and then, and then going to another team, and basically the owner 
almost pushing you out the door because he was disappointed with yourself. But but what I do respect about this opportunity that he has, mm -hmm. and I think is a, is a theme even with the person that we're going to talk to uh, in the upcoming uh, minutes here on this episode, is having to rebuild yourself. You yeah. see what I'm saying? After things that have happened to you. You fall down. Yes, you fall, you fall down. down. You get back up. I've been there. I done fell down. We've, <laughs> remember, all, we've all been there. I remember, sure. I remember going through it on the draft day. Best day of my life. Uh, predicted top 15 pick, top 10 pick. I have to wait to 36. As I sit there and watch every name pick before me, I'm like, he ain't better, he ain't better. But it ain't about who better. It's about who didn't put themselves in harm's way. And that's something I did. That's a lesson I had to learn. But the best thing happened for me in that situation, I went to Washington. All right, not Philly. I got to go to Washington. I got to be I'm a sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that, but go ahead. Oh, you sorry to hear that? Yeah. But we got Rick James with his feet on our couch up in here. <laughs> See, that, that's what I'm saying right there. But seriously, yeah. I think people don't understand the pain players go through because unlike most professions, y'all watch us as teenagers. Uh, y'all watch us go through our highs, our lows. If we get into trouble, it's reported. Everybody sees it and living in that glass box, oh, it ain't easy. Ain't nothing about it easy because not only do the, the mistakes you make when you're young, you have grown folks 40, 50 years old. I'd never do that. You're 50 years old. You right. shouldn't do it. Right, right, but right, if I right. give you a million dollars at the age 20 and tell you, here go the world. One million percent. Uh, you're going to step in some mud. And that's, that, that is one of the problems that I've had with most, most kind of like shows and reporters in the past to where there'll be, you know, 35, 40, 50 year old men com commenting on um, the, mistakes, the mistakes that teenagers make. Teenagers with money. Teenagers who have always been privileged their entire life yep. and who, who've had, you know, who've had a great opportunity, but you can't put yourselves in their shoes until you walk in their shoes. And when we talk about adversity, I mean, I've had a lot of adversity. People just don't, people, yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I've we, had. we can't tell, yeah. No, no, people no, just don't saying. realize. I mean, people think, <laughs> no. listen, I, I, I can say probably for every part that I got in a movie or a TV show, I mean, there's, there's hundreds that you of auditions I never got. Yeah. So it's like, how do you deal with that? But nothing seems to feel like it bothers you. Like, I, I, don't think, I don't think I've talked to you now one day that I've known you mm. where anything feels like it ever yeah, bothers you. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's about managing. Yeah, I'm saying you can't. Yeah, it's about managing. You know, you have to do, I, because, I manage Because you, you, you know when. I'm, you're emotional. You're, 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 well, I mean, we can get we can get into that, but just even tying back to what you were saying uh -huh. with Carson, I think is just the theme of handling doubt. You know what I'm saying? Doubt. Being weathered. I, I want somebody weathered. I want somebody that weathered the storm. Think about this. If you tell me, Fred. Smooth, you need to go to a drug counselor. I'm sorry, I want my drug counselor actually to have been hooked on drugs before. You know mm. why? Because mm. he could tell me about this dark road that I'm trying to get out of. But the person that ain't never been around that dark road, they can't educate me on nothing. They can't make me feel their pain. They can't make me understand. And it's also, too, about the things that we lean on you know, to help us come out of that or just some of the things that we're used to leaning on you know, to help us come out of that in our, in our lives and, and what you have to kind of learn not to turn back to relative to how we used to either handle stress or adversity or, you know, it's challenges in the, in the past. Who you know? are the people you trying to make proud? Because if I'm trying to make my family and the people at home proud, I don't care about what everybody else think about it. And that's what people, they focus on trying to make everybody else in this world happy besides themselves, number one. And 
in their family. Cause who gonna have your back when you get in that trouble? Everybody got your back when you, you oh, when you standing high. Right. But when, when you fall, the only people calling you is your mom, your dad, your right. sister, your brother. We Trust here. <clears throat> and and uh, you talked about your adversity. Mm-hmm. You talked about your adversity. But uh, you, everybody knows that I left ESPN and all the things that have happened. You know, with me in terms of losing the job, losing the house, losing money, what have you. When you talk about finding out <laughs> about you know who is around you for what, mm-hmm. who will stand by you when things are up, when things look a certain way in terms of your life or not your life. You know, I, I totally you know, understand what it is that you're talking about, you know, when it comes to that. But also, too, I feel like things not are just about, you know, personal sacrifices, but also what you learn to do different or how you manage people differently around you relative to now you can't have certain stress level be higher or, you know, or I guess, I don't know, more frenetic. But you can't let it stop you from living. It only it only puts you in high definition. Mm-hmm. All right. But to keep on going is actually to live not worried about them because they weren't important no way. Well, like, I know for, I know for me now, mm-hmm. I, just, I focus on my real, real, real good friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm, and I'm not necessarily just talking about associates, people you talk to that, you know, don't really check on you, check on you. The people that I focus on are the people who I know check on me, check on me, and I'm not fitting to getting into, you know, arguments. Like, even well, though I, I know like, you probably disagree. I've been saying I like that. Fitting that just came I'm out your mouth. made me proud. Even with my parents, even with my friends, like I'm not trying to like the minute I I really feel like it's going there. I feel like I do do better in terms of downshifting and or just not having the conversation at all, because I mean, especially and I'll go into more, you know, some of the things with my health later on. But, you know, when, when you do go when you do go through that. It, it really makes you evaluate from even from a physical standpoint what yeah. you're absorbing and what you're not absorbing. Two ways to go. You say check on you, check on you as opposed to just checking on you. I mean, let's talk about that. I mean, that. was that supposed to be fun? No, 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 I'm, no, I'm asking you. I mean, what, you. You what, say, what's the question? You're saying, so you're saying that people who check on you sometimes you don't feel that's authentic, that's authentic until they check on you, check I on you. I mean, because, okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, is that, you know, you can have a, like a girlfriend call you or a guy friend call you and maybe they're calling you, you know, because one, they just, you pass through their mind or they're bored or what have you and it's just kind of like, I'm passing the time. But then there are people who, you know, that keep up with your life on the daily, know the kind of the ebbs and flows of what's going on like I have friends that know that today was happening yeah. you know even with this show or what have you and that are going to be checking with me in, the, in terms of how things went afterwards or th- certain things oh, so you're saying people that check on you without the drama needing to be there because I know what you mean with that because I've been in situations similar DUI now I got people I ain't talked to in a while call me but they calling me to check on me but you ain't no, checking on me. She meant, no, what she meant, what she meant was people who check on you just because it's convenient for them. Yeah. Instead of, and she said the people who check on you, check on you. They want to make sure that you're good. Mm-hmm. However, I think sometimes the people who just check on you, sometimes they don't, they cannot take on the emotional burden of checking on you, checking on you because they're going through their, through own, their, own, stuff. their own stuff. All right, all right. So can't be selfish. So, so yeah. they can't be selfish. So sometimes, so I would, I, would, I would not discount someone who's just checking on you because they're checking on you, you don't know what's going on with them. 
Yeah, and sometimes it is indicative of the fact that they're going through a lot, and sometimes it's indicative of just being really self-absorbed and not True, and, is, and not and is. not able to care too much about other people that, other than themselves, or just in general, just the whole mentality of being very tribal. I only care about me, my family. I only care about what's going on with me. I'll check on you when first of all, I only check on you when everything else is good with my world first. Then I can't check on you. But I but your friends, your real friends, can be going through the midst of what they're going through, good and bad and still find time to deal with you. Not necessarily. I, I, I didn't say like not necessarily. Because your real friends, you cannot judge them by if they there or not. Exactly. The only reason they there is you gave them an opportunity to be there. Yeah. I, who can hurt you? Only a friend. Mm-hmm. You can walk past a stranger in the street. He cannot hurt you. He can say something to you, the worst stuff in the world to you. No emotionally attachment. Cannot hurt me. The only people I'm vulnerable to is friends, so therefore they're the only people that can hurt me. Friends right. in relationships. Anybody right. else in family, can't nobody else hurt you because you're not a Mostly attached. Right. Well, I just so, also go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, see, so, so I'm saying, so you don't know if someone who's just checking on you, you don't know what they're going through. Well, it's not just that. I don't want to oversimplify, like you know how I uh, kind of. You made qualify. a point. Check on you. No, check no, on you. No, I mean, you. but that was just one thing. I don't want to over, you know, kind of simplify it by saying that's how I, you know, look at somebody as far as how I feel like, you know, they're really into my life or not. I think there's other mm-hmm. other things in that, but I also, and, and this goes for personally, professionally, platonically, and friendships as well. I think you know you have to have the ability to be able to um, say when you're right, say when you're wrong, listen to other people. Right. Was that, oh, I thought you were being... No, (laughs) That just being... That's being I mean, grown. I don't think you've taken your own advice there, but I mean... I'm to say, like... I mean, I hear you. I mean, I, I mean, I hear you. Who's I she, she, the news? She read the book. She read the book. She exposing what she read in the book when she came Harvey here. She was a great listener. Uh-uh. And oh. if I, I, have the, I do have the ability to say when I'm wrong. And, and, when was the and last listen, time you were wrong? When, oh, when you and early I, 80s. When you and I even have the conversation relative to just doing what we're doing now, even with this show, I feel like, you know... I feel like you can have you can have your points. I can have my points, and and then at times where even during the midst of the conversation, we can realize and even underline our mutual admiration for each other, kind of mutually mm-hmm. check ourselves. Now let me break this down, reporter. Scoop back. You're not the reporter <laughs> in this conversation. I am, Morris. Uh-huh. In your last conversations on the phone with her, yes. Could you tell me how the conversation actually went? Because I've been in many yeah. conversations with her. Uh-huh. Go ahead, and go and ahead. I understand how the conversation starts off with her uh-huh. asking a question. Uh-huh. And then it gets into her not only dictating the conversation, but starting to repeat herself. Could you That's tell us That's exactly what happens to me, So Fred. this is two against that's one? Right. No, against no, one? no, 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 that, that, that's what I it is. Because I noticed how none of you have highlighted what uh, you feel like are my are really strong qualities. Either. No, no, you have tremendous oh, qualities. You don't oh, you do I, have to I haven't heard any negative qualities. What do you say about what we say negative? No, we're just speaking the truth, and the truth yeah, but you said that you ha- a person should have to admit when they're right and when they're wrong. Yeah, oh, When's the last time you've ever, seriously, just, you don't have to say it, just when was the last time you admitted Even you were wrong? Even on our recent conversation when I landed in LA, there was plenty of times where that happened. Were you admitted you were wrong? I mean, where I was able to talk and listen to your points and okay. you listen No, to no, he didn't ask you that. <laughs> he said, when the last time you admitted you, admit you was wrong? wrong. 